Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and I am excited for today's guest. Uh, we are joined by a software energy engineer with a passion for cryptocurrency and AI. Our guest has extensive experience in startups, having founded his own freelance development business. He's an expert in the field of software engineering and is always looking for new ways to innovate and create. And his latest latest thing is blowing my mind. Uh, I just watched his most recent TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, please uh, welcome Mackenzie Bowles to the show. Mackenzie, thank you so much for being here. Hello. Um, yeah. So as I was saying before I introduce you, um, I, I watched your latest or I guess one of your latest TikTok, GPT Boss, which is an amazing thing. And I'm going to have you introduce it in a second, but um, where you calculated how much you're saving businesses with like six of your employees or 10 of your employees, I think it was. And it just blew my mind like that. That's insane. Yeah. Do you want me to run through the numbers? Yeah. If you could just run through the first run through the numbers and then introduce it because it's sure. just mind blowing. Um, so the numbers that I've ran through was I, so GPT boss does have 10 employees, at least 10 and I'm adding more all the time. Um, so, but the, like they're learning still, there's some other endpoints I have to add in. This is a beta app. It's like under development. These employees are upskilling, I guess you could say. I'm not going to lie as a beta app, it's nearly complete. Yeah. <laughs> like it's there's so a, complete, There's a lot more. Weird. There's a lot more to do, but yeah, it's awesome, especially for like sales and marketing applications. Oh, so yeah. I said, I've got kind of six employees that I think are competent replacements for workers. So these employees are the marketing manager, the sales manager, the copywriter, the SEO specialist, um, and a couple more that I can't remember off the top business of my head. Business coach, sales yeah, coach. Business coach, like yeah. So the numbers that I took was, I was like, okay, I've got... Um, or sorry, I said there's there's five. I guess the business coach is low. So the these five employees, these roles average like NOC codes, right? So across the United States, across Canada, the average income for those jobs is sixty thousand dollars, which is kind of crazy because there's there's obviously top earners, right? Like if you yeah. think about like a marketing manager, sometimes people think like 120, 130 easy, but in reality, the average is sixty. Um, each of these five roles is an average. Of so I have a thousand daily active users that could potentially replace these employees. So those employees collectively are, would earn $300,000 a year in wages and multiply that across the 1000 active daily users is $300 million a year in savings. $300 million in one year. And that's for like half the employees that are there. The other ones, yeah. when they come online, the accountant, like who knows how many accountants there are. I haven't looked at the NOC rules yet. Oh my um, God. <laughs> there's like the legal engineer and that needs some fine tuning over like case law. GPT hallucinates previous case laws, even though it's really good at, um, <laughs> what's the other one? The statute law. Yeah. Oh so God. so in one year, you, you've you saved people nearly 300 million GPT in laws. In, in one week, it launched in, last Monday. Yeah, in a week, in a week. Yeah. It hasn't, in a week, you've said, wow. Uh, if businesses aren't using it, and you, as an entrepreneur yourself, like you're using it because you, you've you literally green screened and show behind the scenes, like uh, using this uh, marketing map to come up with TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you just pick up your phone and record it, right? So one of the big <laughs> benefits there, I think a lot of people are a little bit camera shy about like, oh, am I doing this correctly? And what AI allows us to do 
really easily is kind of like give give up that like self-doubt right mm -hmm. it says here's an idea and then you do it you you mess around you find out what happens and it's a lot safer and i think this is going to enable people to start like building their personal brands just get over their like own hang-ups their own humps and just get in front of their customer um, yeah, because, with kind of the help of this tool yeah because it's like okay what do i say now you have someone telling you what to say now you have to do it like the, you're reducing the friction to start, which is one of the biggest things that uh, habit builders and neuroscientists and all those uber smart people say about changing yourself. So this is what's next. Okay. How about you were like five minutes into this show and haven't even really had you introduce yourself, except we just <laughs> talked about your, your business. Um, so Mackenzie, please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So my name is Mackenzie. I'm a self-educated software. Engineer. Um, I did, I did go to college, but I didn't actually finish it. I just started freelancing right away. And, um, I kind of grew from there. Some of my past roles include being the IT director for a dealership where I got to learn a lot about like business, credit, finance, those kinds of things, uh, working closely with the finance managers and salespeople. Um, they, they always get a lot of help with their computers. <laughs> <Of> <laughs> and uh, after that, I went to work for a marketing agency where I quadrupled their ARR by introducing new products. So that was like a lot of my marketing theory coming in. And then in 2020, I started, uh, I hung my own shingle doing like freelance software development. For 2021 to 2022, I was working in crypto during the boom, right? Because they needed people and I'm able to quickly educate myself on new technologies. And since kind of, so ChatGPT came out on November 30th and I was like, hey, mark your calendar, right? I, I called my mom. I was like, we, list, we live in a new world now, yeah. right? Like there's like a time before GPT was released and a time Yeah, it's after. like the time it's before the world. internet and the time after the internet. Now it's time before AI, time after AI. Yeah. And so I, it's, um, I still have a lot of like crypto things to do. So I'm still working on my freelance business, but AI is so exciting and uh, honestly, a little bit scary um it, like we just ran over the numbers right like theoretically and it's just it's on these are paper wages they're not real wages we don't know if this is replacing um but theoretically i've destroyed 300 million in like a week. and <laughs> if it was replacing jobs that would be a really big deal right like if i was doing that every week if i was adding a thousand daily active by the end of the year it could be like trillions of dollars of gdp that's that doesn't exist anymore so that's kind of the why behind gpt boss is because it, i think that I think that eventually it will start impacting like what jobs are available for people. And I hope that if you have expertise in one thing uh, with GPT boss, you're going to be able to take that expertise and transition to like serving the market directly, like creating your own products and becoming an entrepreneur yourself. Um, because I think as, as our resource use over humanity gets a lot more efficient, there's going to be a lot more demand for like the human element in kind of a transaction. I think that we're going to move away from things like Shein, fast fashion, um, and like Ikea, those, the, these kind of like Ikea furniture businesses to everyone's going to be like hand making something. And it's just going to be a matter of like connecting. And, and that's what I hope GPT losses. So more move society into more of a creative world instead of a not necessarily intellectual, but industrial type. Yeah. Like the, with AI coming out, these factories, they don't need marketing managers. So what is the marketing manager that's working there going to do? Right. Or what's the marketing manager working at an agency? And it, this knocks on, right? And as I bring in Wolfram Alpha to the accountant so that the agents can start doing math, as I start integrating Zapier so that the social media manager can start posting for you, like on Twitter, that can all just be like automated very, very soon, like within the next month. There's there's roles that people have to do right now to keep like the wheels spinning that they're not going to have to do. So the way that I think about it is that they're free two ways. They're free as in 
um, beer, as in zero dollars, and they're free, as in they can kind of do whatever it is that they wanted to do before they got sidetracked by like, well, I just I got to take this job because it makes money because the job the job's going away. I'm I'm surprised you haven't hired security yet because um, <laughs> <laughs> people could be coming for you with this, but at the same time, you're uh, you're ahead of the curve because this is also allowing small businesses to jump and run and get to those big levels where eventually maybe they they need to hire someone to handle that the marketing stuff. So yeah, here's use this tool, but you're my marketing manager and you're using this your this is your tool and you can create a fleet of employees that handle specific things. That's totally possible too. That's absolutely something that's possible. Um the other way to think about it is that it's not destroying value, but it's enabling new jobs too. So these 1000 daily active users, let's say that they didn't have $300,000 a year for salaries, now they get to start a business when they couldn't have, right? It reduces barriers to entry. And so in a way it it can add to GDP. Yeah, it's just it's shifting the way the GDP is making. So yeah, we're gonna have a lull, but in like five years, because this is helping people build businesses, have the money put into the economy. This is creating new businesses, which is what we want. And not making new employees, but making new businesses become more relevant and create profit, which means people are creating. It's becoming more of a creative society. Yeah, that's my that's my hope. Where, why did you decide to leave school and become a self-educated software engineer? Like, I what was your why? Yeah, I didn't go to like a good school, <laughs> I guess, right? So the the college that I went to is called Kwantlen, K-W-A-N-T-L-E-N, Polytechnic, which is a university in Surrey, British Columbia, Canada. And for American viewers, it's kind of like a state school, I guess I would Um it's like we have a school nearby called UBC, the University of British Columbia, which a lot of people assume is close to a state school because it's named after the province. But UBC is like Canada's Ivy League. Like there's like three top universities. And so I didn't go to that one. Um, I didn't go to the other one that's kind of close, SFU. I went to like the, the state college. And I was really unimpressed with the curriculum, honestly, because I've been online since I was six years old. Like when I was six years old, I started modding video games. So going in there and like paying for this education from like a digital native perspective didn't make a lot of sense to me. I love how you said digital native. Yeah. I like that. That's interesting. Um, so you you went into the, you went self-engineered because you were like, this is like, you guys are too basic. I need something more extreme. What made you want to switch into the freelancing? Like you, you worked with companies and then you're like, okay, I'm good enough to do it. What was that? What was the why? Like, what was that then freelance digital entrepreneur? It was like the lack of negotiation. Um, I could see the value that I was providing for these companies. And, you know, just for fun, for TikTok content, I calculated the value that something like GPT Boss provides to people. So I kind of, I do that all the time. I'm very aware of the value that people are actually providing. to. Me. And I was looking at the value that I was providing and the wages that I was getting. And I said, this, is, this isn't even close. And freelancing gets me closer. Um, and I, I just, the freedom is really something that I needed as like kind of a high value producer, right? It, every organization that I go to, it kind of... Um, I quickly become one of the most important workers there. And uh, I I just, I needed less pressure, right? Because management is always like, well, this guy, like our, our stuff crumbles without him there. So there's kind of these emotional things that start happening. Mm -hmm. um, they need me and, and so on and so forth. And that just leads to kind of burnout. 
So with freelancing, you don't ingratiate yourself so much in a business. You could provide a lot of value and be productive, uh, but you don't ingratiate yourself as much. So no hard feelings when the project ends and you get to move on to the cool new thing, which is what I love. Um, I'm not really a maintainer. I'm a generator. So I like, I, you know, mostly I prioritize focusing on startups instead of just contract. Fix Where do you want to take GPT boss? I, I want to take GPT boss to the thing that I compare it to the kind of inspiration behind it is, um, a product that was made by a man named Russell Brunson. Uh, he made funnels. something called click funnels. Yeah. <laughs> I think that this is like click funnels too. Right. Um, in that his whole thing was, I just need, I need, like, I want to help people get this freedom. That's his kind of thing. Like if people are working in a job and they're suffering, that's just bad all around. And I don't want those people kind of just sitting in my country next to me suffering when I know how to help them. And I feel the same way when I, when I heard him say that I was thinking, this is true. This guy's a lot like me for one reason or another. And so he built ClickFunnels as a way to kind of help people get out of these situations that they're in where they're getting underpaid and they're not being valued enough when they are really good problem solvers and they are really valuable people. And ClickFunnels was an easy way to start communicating that value to a very large market. And I hope that GPT boss kind of, I, I don't hope to like replace ClickFunnels, but I hope to grow as big and, and just provide the same service to society. So be the, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, so be the ClickFunnels of AI. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I love that. That's a genius idea. Make a whole company of employees that people can hire. Jesus, you can, that's a freelancing business. That's a business right there. Hire, mm -hmm. hire. Um, people could, you could white label that and people could just, there's like at least a thousand different ways. My God. I get people a lot of white just label use, requests. Yeah. People, people could, could create their business and just use your company to charge. My God. Well, you just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> with this um so you want to become the the next click funnels of ai or the ai version of click funnels um how how are you going about it are you using your your own like platform to learn learn how to go to the next stage or plan out your products and all that mm -hmm. yeah the community is really good there's 600 people in my discord that i can bounce ideas off of give alerts to and they let me know if something's going wrong with the website. So it's nice to be kind of developing in public and have actual real users uh, analyze the app. A problem with a lot of startups is that they usually just put it in front of like their mom or their friend and they don't get true feedback about what their product is. I'm very lucky uh, to have been picked up on TikTok and have all these people um, working with. No, it's, it's an amazing uh, community. Um, I'm very thankful to be part of it. I'm just seeing all the growth and all the interactions and how much people are loving it. It's, it's an awesome thing. Um, question. Cause we're, we're both Canadian. I'm on the uh, East coast. You're on the West coast. Um, do you think it's a, like, cause I've interviewed a lot of entrepreneurs and it seems like a lot of more often the Canadian ones are wanting to help without asking for a lot of value back. Do you feel like that? Like that is a truly Canadian thing with your interactions? It's in our legal code. We have a provision called Good Samaritan Laws. Um, like this is such a, a strong cultural thing that you've identified that it's literally in the legal. So Good Samaritan Laws have like restrictions and kind of demands on behavior in certain situations, especially up north. If somebody's car is broken down, it's illegal to pass them. You like have to stop and help. That's just the Canadian way. And when we talk of the north, we're talking like we're northern yeah like north like, of the wood buffalo region the Oregon, <laughs> yeah. yeah when when it can it, it gets dark at like 2 p.m yeah um, <laughs> um so 
how did you like i want to know the cost of this you don't have to tell us the overall cost because you've mentioned sometimes but like the cost of a thousand daily users what like how is that like and they're replacing nearly 300 million jobs 300 mm-hmm. million dollars worth of paper wages is 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 it expensive like have you found that it's like oh my god this is uber expensive or is this something like like anybody can do this yeah yeah anybody could do this um and in fact for since so today's day nine i haven't updated the website yet but today's day nine uh for eight of those days i wasn't tracking usage so i (laughs) implemented a credit system and the code that i wrote to add credits to somebody's account when they completed a generation was just overwriting it so everybody had like an unlimited free trial (laughs) and (laughs) i was so nervous about giving away like unlimited free access to the site that i created this whole token system to track every single generation that people do right because i was saying if it's unlimited it's going to be so expensive It, it has been unlimited for eight days and it's still fine like gpt boss is profitable barely barely right and if i include my engineering time it's not anymore by a long shot but it's it's profitable which is good for a startup there you go oh my god giving hope to everybody who's playing around with G, uh, chat gpt to start their own uh, business by using gpt boss and then <laughs> creating their own app because you do yeah. have an app writer in there do you not yeah i do and i use it for development on gpt boss <laughs> <laughs> that's how good of a product this is even the person who created it uses it to make it better yeah what are uh, do you have a, a roadmap a public roadmap for the uh, business mm-hmm. there's one in um the discord in the news and announcements channel uh i i will pull it up um so i i posted eight things that i wanted to do and i'm about halfway through the list so or sorry nine things so there's registration bugs dark mode i added everyone needs dark mode um one of the problems people were running into is talking to the agents sometimes they would ask for work to be done. Like, could you calculate the revenue unstructured data and then just paste it? And the AI would say, yeah, I'm going to send you an email with that result, but it doesn't have email <laughs> capabilities. Um, so this is this is a feature and a bug of, of GPT Boss is that the agents are primed as real people. And these real people, they have like degrees, they have work experience. So um, GPT is completing their prompts as somebody who is educated and is experienced. It's way better than the answers that uh, ChatGPT gives because ChatGPT knows that it's an AI. It's like, well, I don't know about sales. I'm an AI, I don't sell things. So it it hesitates, right? It gives less useful, um, but these sales coaches, they're educated as sales coaches. They've been doing it for a decade. They went to school, right? They know, they know their stuff. However, the drawback to this is that they think they have people tools like emails. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I, I like, so I fixed that. Um, I'm working on the subscription billing right now. I've had uh, a lot of subscription requests come in, but they failed for for various reasons, like tracking that one down. The stuff, the future stuff is a little bit more exciting. So one of the features we're adding is the ability to create your own employees. A lot of people, Mr. Brunson talks about this. There's this thing called a vehicle or internal objection that people have to software where that's really cool. I see the thing that you're building. That's really cool. But does it work for me? Because I'm a realtor and realtor, you know, we have a lot, like there's a very specific thing. There's like trends in the market. I have to deal with the the finance people and the mortgage specialists. And I have to, there's so many leads that I have to get, but everyone feels this way. It doesn't matter what your job is. Like you as a podcaster, podcasting is you know unique and different from every other job. On the, and no, it's so not. it's like every other job you, you show up, you do the work, you get the product, That that's what a job is. Then yeah. you add some fancier roles onto it, but it, 
but that's basically what a job is. It's a it's a very common kind of hesitation, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I do see I do see the common hesitation yeah. when you don't realize how basic work is. Yeah. Um well, it's just naturally human. It's it's mm-hmm. delightfully human to kind of be in your own world and kind of focus on you. I love that do that. I I do it too. I think it's oh, like, yeah, no, no, that no, you don't like... have to worry about everyone all the time. Um so so for this objection I'm adding um custom agents. So if you are a realtor, if you're like an engineer or if you're an architect and you need an agent that helps you, specifically you, um, adding the ability to like create and save these custom agents and interact with them as you would with any of the other employees. So so roll your own is kind of the next thing I'm working on. And then after that, I'm working on um, uh, the idea of like a business profile. So you should be able to kind of log into your account and then describe all of the information about your business. I'm a realtor. I work in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, and I serve kind of the whole Northern Horn of Florida, and I specialize in luxury real estate. And so you save that. So when you're talking to the employees, they all know what company. And when they're writing marketing copy, they mention your brand, they mention your tagline, your USP and stuff like that. They've already been kind of primed. So that is more efficient because right now you have to tell them every time. It's, It's not very fun. And after that, I'm adding uh, Wolfram Alpha splitting. So Wolfram Alpha has an end processor for math, and this is going to bring the accountant online. So you could parse unstructured data, summarize it with GPT, pass it to Wolfram Alpha so that it's actually like running your book. Oh, after, after that, we, we start in like the far lands. This is the most complicated area, which is the Zapier integrations and hooking things up to email, to text messages, chatbots on your site, um, hooking things up to mm-hmm. social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok. I'm like wondering how that's going to work, but there's an API for it. Well, uh, here's the thing: you have Synthium or that that you can use to make the videos. So there, there's at least that to make video. Oh my God, I don't like those videos though. I don't like. I wouldn't want my users to to be using that. No, um, but obviously, yeah. with that being the base, someone's created. Someone's going to improve upon it. Improve upon it. Um, something that I heard. From because I'm in Montreal and there's movies being filmed here and we have a big thing for CGI and not CGI, uh, creating the special effects and all that. Mm-hmm. I had someone inside that, uh, inside the uh, local pub that I go to mention that they're probably only a year away from full feature film being created by AI, which is just insane because once that comes out and because it's already cheap, someone's going to make a, a platform that's just, one better than Synthenium or however you pronounce it. And then that's your, inter- oh my God, the world is going to be great. I thought this was five years off. I honestly thought five to 10 years off. We have to continuously readjust our timelines too. Um, mm-hmm. Acceleration is hard to intuit. So a, like a year away now might be it, as we get closer, right? So in three months, it's going to be nine months away, but we might feel like it's six months and so on and so on. So be, be open to accelerating your timeline. Oh, I'm I, I am because like I just just seeing what you're doing and a bit of the pre-talk we had and knowing what you're coming up with, it's like okay, well, Jesus, that's oh my god, this is this, uh, exciting times, ladies and gentlemen, to be in the uh, digital entrepreneur space or in the entrepreneur space. Um, in your let's go in the last eight days. Um, have you gotten any huge service that that like just cements why you're doing what you're doing? Quick wins, yeah, or... like some quick wins. Yeah, so I put like a, a success channel in the Discord so that people can kind of post their successes. But there's a there's 
kind of a culture in entrepreneurs about like privacy. Like mm -hmm. um, people are always worried that their idea is going to get stolen. And this is not something that I've ever felt. I'm very open to putting my idea um, because if some, like if, if I have an idea and I tell somebody about it, it's because I wish it existed. And if they can take it and execute it better than me, then that just is good for society in general, right? It's better for this product to exist than not. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's, I think it's a natural kind of inclination when there's money on the line to not want to lose that, that money because people are so, so there's been some quick wins in there. People are one of the, my favorite applications for this is that people are using, there's like a general chat assistant in there that people have been using to design video games. So they're, they're using the chat agent to um, create custom prompts, saving the output and then putting it into video games as like dialogue. Oh, which like, I love that's so cool. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully they'll give you a little, uh, little segue in the video game saying uh, <laughs> dialogue by chat GPT. But it would be nice to, it would be nice to have a credit, but I, I'm not even going to ask for it. Right. Like it's their, it's their data. Like, so in the terms and conditions, I say that you're kind of the copyright holder, right? I like, so my site is creating it. I'm the copyright holder and I release everything to you when you're using it. So you could kind of do That's not great. quite, not quite everything I should, I should be like complete, which is the thing that I, I retain is the ability to, to reprocess. So later when I'm fine tuning and improving the model, the outputs I'm going to use to, to train it and fine tune it and make it better. Um, but that's the only thing I'm going to use it for. I'm not going to kind of talk about it or share your idea. So any proprietary info is removed. You just have the prompts and the answers that it gives so that you can make it a better answer. So mm -hmm. that's, um, um, another quick win is people emailing me to so the subscription has been broken this entire eight days people are trying to pay they pull up this the stripe thing there's the credit card form they put it in and it just says some sorry like this failed because it wasn't programmed correctly yet and so they like they go oh that's annoying and they open up their email and they find my email on the site copy it into the two and then write a subject line and write an email and say hey listen I'm trying to put money into your <laughs> internet machine and it's not working. Please fix it so I can put money into your internet machine, which is awesome. <laughs> you have people like, look, I want to pay you. Yeah. Can you please make it. If that isn't a like proof of concept, like like most people say, you have to get one or two, like at least a couple sales. You have people wanting throwing money. You have the Philip J. Fry of take my money. Yeah. Um, literally, my God. I am just amazed at what you're doing. I am I, I am thoroughly a huge fan because I'm using it uh, in conjunction with ChatGPT to help me out make things. And it's just, you're killing it. I, I, I'm so thankful that you're here. Um, I can't even remember the, my next question. That you blew my brain. You, you, you fried my brain. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Congratulations. <laughs> um, we're going to go to the Spark question um, sure. of the day. Um, so Spark is uh, from Seek Discomfort. Yes, there, you know, there's Spark questions with strangers because they're friends you haven't met yet. If you could never fail at anything ever again, what would you do? It's funny because I do feel like that. I feel like failure isn't, I have a different definition of failure, I guess, than most people. So I, I do walk around feeling like I don't fail. Yeah. Well, failure, failure is like dying, right? Like doing something that's so dangerous that you literally just like die from. And so that you can't learn, you can't try again. That's like the end of the. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that I could do that are dangerous like that, but I, I tend not to do them. Um, so for the other things in my life that I could do, it's a, a matter of like, what do I want to prioritize? And if another way that I'm interpreting this question is like, if GPT boss works and everyone can kind of be their own boss and it's like generating a lot of revenue and it becomes like required public infrastructure like an energy bill um what what would i kind of do with that level of success and there's things that i want to fix um 
energy I would like to contribute to rolling out fusion in any way that I can. And I would like to contribute to housing. I think that housing has kind of some like legal and design issues, some political issues around it. Um, but it, it's kind of a very serious problem that these these high rents are um, unfortunately like choking innovation right when we need it most. There's there's a lot of other like problems coming down the pipe, like aquifer depletion and um, like soil toxicity from over fertilization that are very, very serious and kind of need people working on them. But we don't have the time anymore um, because we have to start to come up with this rent. There's no like bubbling up of ideas. There's only funded research. There's there's no spontaneous discoveries um, kind of in those fields when we really, really need. It. So that's that's kind of like what's. Jeez. I'm going to be very, very excited watching you, watching the next 10 years of your life um, on TikTok and on your social media. Uh, speaking of that, Mackenzie, I'm going to jump off. I'm pretty sure we can talk for at least another 10 hours and I'm going to steal <laughs> all your life. <clears throat> I'm going to jump off. I want you to tell everybody where they can like follow you, what they can do with ChatGPT, whatever you feel like is necessary. It's it's up to you. Sure. Uh, the floor, floor is yours. Okay, great. So uh, my website is gptboss.com, where you get a company in your pocket, 10 virtual employees right now, 20 generators that can automate small business tasks so you can own your own company quickly. I'm on TikTok only, which I know is a no-no. I'm working on the other platforms, but on TikTok, it's at G. You can follow me there. Awesome. Uh, of course, the link will be in the show notes down below. I highly suggest you guys follow him because he's telling you exactly how to use his business to build your business so that you can make money and do whatever you want it's something that i i love and i can't wait to tell more people about it i'm actually going to be putting this episode out earlier than necessary because i want to talk about it so much but uh mackenzie i i can't thank you enough for coming on and i'm so glad that uh you created this amazing uh tool for people to use thank you so much um to my audience as always remember to invest in yourself 